Yo. You know, it's so funny. Almost every podcast nowadays comes with like a video version, right? Like you can watch the podcast on YouTube or stream it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. You like have the option. You can either listen to it or watch it. But with Anything Goes, you can only listen to it. And you're probably wondering why that is. The answer is because I like to record my podcasts laying down in bed naked and not showered. And I like to have dirty plates on my nightstand and dirty cups on my nightstand. And I like living this way. This is how I live. This is how I enjoy living. And that is why there's no video version for this podcast. I'm not wearing pants right now. You see what I'm saying? But I love that. I love that about the podcast. I love the fact that I don't have to wear pants. And I love the fact that I'm laying down flat in bed right now. I wonder if it affects the sound of my voice, though. I wonder if laying down, like, makes my tone of voice different. Let me sit up and see if I sound different. Do I sound different? Because now I'm sitting up. Okay, fuck all of this. What are we talking about this week? This week... This week, we're going casual mode, okay? I just want to have a light conversation I love having deep conversations, don't get me wrong, but sometimes I'm just not in the mood to go deep. And today's one of those days, to be honest, I just woke up from a nap. I'm not really in some sort of introspective mood. Okay, I just Googled the word introspective to make sure I used it correctly. I think I did. It's good enough. Anyway, I'm not in a super deep mood, so today we're going to be talking about Products that I've purchased that have changed my life because I definitely have a minor shopping addiction and it's gotten a lot better recently. I am not even remotely as bad as I used to be, but I used to be pretty bad about my shopping habits. Like I would buy shit just but like not like shit like a designer bag. Like I'm talking about I would go on Amazon and buy like the most random gadgets for no reason. Or like I would buy, I, I like used to just want to buy like 15 pairs of sweatpants for no reason. And it's not like they wouldn't get used. It's more just a little bit unnecessary I also do genuinely love thrifting and I do thrift a lot, which is definitely a part of my shopping problem. But I do think that thrifting, because it's kind of like a hobby for me, I feel like it's kind of justified. It's also a sustainable way to purchase clothes, which again is like kind of, I'm, I'm honestly just trying to justify how often I go thrifting, but I feel like it's like at least less bad. Like it could be worse. Um, but anyway, I bought a lot of things in my life for better or for worse. And I want to share, you know, the things that I think have been genuinely worth it. And maybe in the future, I'll make an episode about things that I bought that I hated, but let's take it one step at a time here. 
Let's just get right into it. This episode is presented by Haagen-Dazs. It's love at first bite with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche bar featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's Dawes. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. At eBay, authentic is always in season. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means their handbag experts are making sure your arm candy is nothing short of the real thing. They're checking all the details from the leather to the logo, carry-all or clutch. We all love a handbag that turns heads. Knowing it's the real deal makes it that much sweeter. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you'll carry with confidence. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. So the first thing that I bought recently, actually, that has genuinely been an amazing addition to my life is my bed desk. So basically, it's a desk for your bed. It's not too big. It's maybe like two feet long, a foot and a half wide. And it has legs so that it like stands up and you can put it on your lap and sit up in bed and work on it. And it's actually the best thing ever. I'm obsessed with it. I work in bed a lot. And I know a lot of you guys probably find yourself working on things in bed too. And this has been a game changer. Okay. It's made my life easier on so many levels. If I want to journal or draw or do anything of that sort, the bed desk immediately makes that experience 10 times more enjoyable. If I am working on my computer, I put my computer on the bed desk. I put my bed desk over my lap. I type a storm. I type up a storm and it's 10 times easier. Also, my computer gets really hot I mean, I think everybody's does, but like mine gets really hot, especially when I'm editing YouTube videos because the software that I use to edit videos literally makes my computer overwork itself to a point where I feel like it's going to explode every time I'm editing. Like the fan, internal fan inside of my computer starts like getting really loud and I could probably fry an egg on my computer while editing YouTube videos. Um, anyway, the point is, that can be kind of uncomfortable having a hot computer sitting on your lap. There's also no way that that's healthy for you. Again, that's when the bed desk comes in handy. Long story short, this has been great. Another thing is that sometimes I use it when I want to eat in bed because I really like eating in bed. I think it's very underrated. Um, 
It's great for eating in bed. Last but not least, I like to watch Netflix and YouTube and stuff like that on my computer rather than on a TV for some reason. And when I'm laying down flat in my bed, I put my laptop on the bed desk and then kind of tilt the screen down a little bit. And then I get to watch TV or YouTube on my computer at the perfect angle on the bed desk. Uh, Did I just talk about a bed desk for like five minutes? Yes, I'm very embarrassed, but I really am trying to sell you on this because it's one of the best things I bought recently. Uh, I would absolutely recommend. Next, this is another thing I bought recently, a tongue scraper. Okay, imagine this, a piece of wire that's shaped in a U with little rubber tips on each end. That's a tongue scraper. After you brush your teeth, you scrape your tongue with this thing like three or four times, spit, rinse out your mouth. Your mouth feels even cleaner. Okay. I recently had an experience where I got a tonsil stone. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically like a little growth on your tonsil. Super benign. Is It's not dangerous whatsoever. It's just like a little growth that forms from bacteria, I think. I don't even know. I don't really know. But it's basically like a white dot on your tonsil in your throat. And they smell bad. Like awful. And I recently got one and I didn't know what was wrong with me at first. Like I just could smell that my breath was disgusting, but like I didn't know why. Cause I was like, bitch, I fucking brush, floss, use mouthwash twice a day, sometimes three times a day. I brush my teeth so hard that like my gums are receding. Like I feel like my dental hygiene is almost too good to a point where it's actually bad. Why do I have bad breath right now? Anyway, it turned out is because I had a tonsil stone. But that experience was so traumatizing for me. Like just having bad breath for like three days until I got that tonsil stone removed that I decided I wanted to take my oral care up a notch. And that's why I bought this tongue scraper. And it really is great. It's so easy to use. It's not like an annoying added step to your routine. And it definitely makes your breath and mouth feel and taste even more fresh than it normally does, which honestly to me is great. I love when my mouth feels clean, which is kind of ironic because like I don't, I'm somebody who like doesn't feel the need to shower unless I'm seeing people, but yet my mouth is always clean. So like my hair I'll go five days without washing my hair, but my mouth must always be clean. I find it weird that it's not like a trend throughout my personality to be completely clean. It's like only in some areas. It's only with my mouth. The rest of my body, I don't give a fuck. I don't care if I'm stinky as long as I'm by myself, but like my mouth, even if I'm by myself, must always feel clean. Anyway, speaking of not showering, my next product is alcohol wipes. So basically think of like a wet wipe that's soaked with 70% alcohol, (laughs) okay? 
now, this product I I use more than I wish to admit. And the way that I use it is a little bit fucked up. But I feel like I have to share this hack with you because I think it's just like too good. So let me give you a scenario. You shower. You get out of the shower. You put on your deodorant. You know, you get ready for the day and you go out for the day. Maybe you go and run errands, whatever. It's 90 degrees out. It's hot. Immediately as you're out, you start freaking out because you're like, I'm going to sweat through my deodorant in approximately three seconds. It's just that hot out. What am I to do? That's when the alcohol wipe comes in. Okay. The second that you've sweat through your deodorant and shit hits the fan, you take out an alcohol wipe, you wipe your armpits, and then you put deodorant on again. Then you reapply the deodorant. Did I explain that badly? I don't know. Basically, alcohol wipes kill bacteria like no other. And the reason why your armpits smell bad is because of bacteria, right? So if you don't want to shower again, but you stink a little bit in your armpit area, you can just take an alcohol wipe, wipe your armpits, kill all the bacteria, and then put on more deodorant and it's like a fresh start. I do this constantly. I do this all the time because I sweat through my deodorant all the time, okay? And also sometimes like I'm, I don't want to shower again. I'm like, I don't need to shower again. I'm clean. I showered three hours ago. I just sweat through my deodorant quicker than I thought. There's the quick fix, okay? It saved my ass hundreds of times. Don't sleep on alcohol wipes. I'm not sure if it's like healthy to be putting alcohol. I guess it's not bad. I don't see how it could be bad. It's probably not the best thing for your skin. I think alcohol is really harsh on your skin. But then again, it's only your armpit. So I think it's fine. Anyway, alcohol wipes. I constantly have an entire, you know, container of them in my room at all times for emergencies. They're like literally one of my most used body products as disgusting and fucked up as it is. So anyway, next, this is a slightly more pricey item, but it has genuinely changed my life. So I'm going to share it regardless. It is the dry bar double shot blow dryer brush. Okay. This is basically a blow dryer. That's also a brush. So it looks like a hairbrush, but when you brush your hair with it, it dries your hair. This is a lazy bitch's dream. And I am very lazy. As you can probably imagine, based on my alcohol wipe usage, okay, I'm very lazy. So the concept of a hairbrush that is also a blow dryer changed my life. I have never known how to properly blow dry my hair. I'm 20 and I still have not learned how to properly blow dry my hair with a traditional blow dryer. It's just really like difficult and like, you know, you have to use those special brushes and all that stuff to make your hair, you know, look cute and blown out properly. And I just like have never cared enough to learn about how to do that. So like 
this product has changed my life because it's so easy to use and it just does all the fucking dirty work for you. Like all you have to do is literally sit there for like 15 minutes and brush your hair with this hairbrush blow dryer hybrid and then you're done and your hair is blow dried and it's great. And I also feel like it's relatively gentle. I don't know. It might not be. So don't take my word for it. But I feel like it's not super. I don't know. Like it. I don't feel like it's destroying my hair and it might be. So again, I don't want to say this. And then you guys are like, uh, Emma, this is still a very hot product, hot like physically temperature hot product and it's still damaging your hair. It probably is, but for some reason it doesn't feel like it is. So that's at least a plus. Whether or not it is damaging my hair, I don't know. But either way, this product has changed my life. And I also, I don't use it every day by any means, but like, you know, if I need to run out of the house and like, go to dinner or something and I don't want to have wet hair that's when the blow dryer brush comes in handy otherwise I let my hair air dry just because my hair is quite damaged because I bleached it for many months and now it's recovering from that so I try not to use heat on my hair but when I do I'm usually using this blow dryer brush and I would really recommend it this episode is brought to you by eBay authenticity guarantee at eBay, authentic is always in season. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means their handbag experts are making sure your arm candy is nothing short of the real thing. They're checking all the details from the leather to the logo, carry-all or clutch. We all love a handbag that turns heads. Knowing it's the real deal makes it that much sweeter. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you'll carry with confidence Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try Opening Moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. Next. Pepto-Bismol pills. Okay, so for those of you who don't have stomach issues, just skip the next two minutes because this will not apply to you but I have a little irritable bowel syndrome okay I have a little bit of tummy issues basically my stomach is very sensitive and a lot of things irritate it and so you know generally I am pretty good about you know knowing which foods make my stomach hurt and which don't so I can kind of avoid the foods that are going to cause me discomfort. But sometimes, you know, when you go out to eat or you go to a restaurant, you know, you don't know exactly what's in everything. So like there might be something in there that could cause stomach pain. That's when the Pepto-Bismol pills come in. I'm not kidding. Nothing settles my stomach like Pepto, Pepto, why can't I fucking say it? Pepto-Bismol pills. Okay. 
They're great. And I don't know where they've been my whole life. The only downside of taking them is that they turn your poop black. Okay, so like (laughs) I like repeatedly was having, I mean, this is disgusting. But like, let's just say, you know, I'd go to the bathroom and I'd be like, why is, why does it look like a literal cave in the toilet right now? Like it's black. Like what is going on? Um, and I was kind of frightened because, you know, people always tell you if your shit is black, it's because you're internally bleeding and you need to go to the fucking hospital. Um, so I was very scared (laughs) the first time I took the Pepto-Bismol pills because I was like, why is my shit black? Uh, anyway, my mom and dad reassured me that it is in fact from those pills. I don't know. I don't know. But if you have tummy problems, try these. You can get them so easily over the counter. They're a very safe product. And um, they really help settle out my stomach. And they're the best things that I've used. Because people always are like, use Tums, use Tums. I'm so sorry, but my stomach issues are way too bad to be using Tums. Like when my stomach hurts, it's not just like, oh, I have a little crampy. No, like I feel like I'm dying. That could also be because I'm dramatic. I don't know. But maybe it is because my stomach issues just are like very excruciating. Regardless, Tums do not work. They are smarties. Tums are literally just smarties with a medicine label on the back. I'm sorry. I do not believe that they do anything. They might just not work for me. Listen, if they work for you, congratulations. Lucky you. Because they are kind of delicious in a weird way. But they don't work for me. Um, but Pepto-Bismol and they're cute and pink. They're like cute little pink, whatever I'm moving on. Um, next is mini fabric scissors. Okay. So for some background on why mini fabric scissors are such an important product in my life, I will take you back to when I was younger. When I was younger, I used to be so weird about clothes and how they fit and how they felt like I used to make my mom buy me special socks that didn't have a seam in them you know how like on the top of socks there's like that seam on top of your toes that bothered me and so I would make my mom buy me seamless socks that literally had zero seams Um, and if I would spill a little bit of water on my clothes when I was younger, I'd have to change my whole outfit. I'm talking about like, I would spill the tiniest little bit of water on myself and I'd change my entire outfit. And if I had a tag in my shirt, I would immediately cut it out. And if it wasn't something that was able to be cut out, I would sometimes have my mom cover the tag with like a softer fabric so that it wouldn't irritate my skin I don't know why I've always been so picky about my clothes I'm I'm definitely better about it now I really like I wear socks that have seams on the toe now you know um if I spill water on myself I don't give a fuck I even wear itchy sweaters sometimes if they're cute enough I'm a lot more chill now, but the one thing that I'm still 
a freak about is tags in my clothes. Like immediately when I buy something, I cut the tag out without fail every single time. And for the past few years, I've been cutting out tags with like shitty scissors, like shitty scissors just that are meant for like day-to-day use. And it's left me cutting holes in my shirts on accident constantly because the scissors don't have the right precision. You know, they're just meant for like cutting paper and shit. They're not meant for like cutting out intricate tags. So I got these mini little fabric scissors and now I can cut tags out with precision and it doesn't leave holes in my shirts. It's weird how picky I am about tags. Like the the question is the question I have is like am I just really sensitive to that or like is everyone sensitive to that and are brands just not self-aware enough to realize that they maybe should not be putting uncomfortable tags in their shirts? Like, I don't know who the problem is. Is it the brands that are the problem or is it me? Let me know if you guys have this problem as well because I kind of feel kind of stupid, but I don't know. Next, my current favorite lip product is a little bit overpriced. I will say that, but I, I'm not kidding though. I have not found a better lip product in my life. And for that, I do believe that it's kind of worth the money I hate to even say that but it's just so good it's the Dior lip oil okay I know if you are sitting at home right now and you're like Emma why the fuck are you talking about a fucking designer lip balm shut the fuck up I get it I get where you're coming from but my friend recommended it to me and I was like are you kidding me she was like no dude like you gotta try it And I was like, okay. And she was right. I mean, I've never used a better lip product. They're like 35 bucks, but they last for a really long time. And the reason why they're so great is because they are the perfect lip product for the gal on the go. And I'll explain. Number one, they're hydrating, right? But they're not sticky. I really don't like sticky lip products because... I don't know, like my hair gets caught in it. It's fucking annoying, whatever. This is not sticky. It's like thick, but also not sticky. I can't explain it. Like, I don't know how they came up with this formula, but it's like not sticky, but it's still thick and satisfying to use. And it stays on for a decent amount of time. They also have tinted ones. So if you want to add a little bit of color to your lips, they have tinted ones and it adds a beautiful color. Nothing too crazy, but also it's not like one of those products where it says that it's tinted and then you put it on. You're like, uh, okay, there's no tint here, babe. Where's the tint? Like it's just sheer. You lied to me. Moral of the story is it's an amazing product. I give credit where it's due and the Dior lip oil had to make it in here. I have one in my purse at all times and I have one in my car at all times. And I've had the same two for like probably six months now. And 
I'm not even halfway done using them. So that's the other thing. They last forever. I don't know. It's definitely like not necessary, but I just love it so much I had to mention it. Next, the JBL clip speaker. So this is basically a mini speaker that has a clip on it so that you can clip it onto things. You know, you could clip it onto your backpack, onto your purse, onto your pant belt loop, whatever. Now, here's the reason why I love this. Because I live alone, so I can do weird things. And I love to take this mini speaker and clip it onto my pants and play music and then walk around the house and do my chores. And then the music follows me. It's also great, obviously, like, you know, if you're going to the beach or something and you want to just clip it onto your beach bag, like, yes, that's also great. But no, I like to use it to clip it onto my pants while I'm, you know, running around the house and doing chores. And, you know, to an onlooker, I would look fucking crazy and weird for doing this. But because I live alone, it is not weird. And it's actually very enjoyable. An alternative to this is literally just wearing headphones. And I know that. But there's something satisfying about having the music playing out loud. Whatever. Regardless, this mini speaker is great. It, it's super loud, even though it's tiny. So I love it. But I mean, that's my specific way of using it, is clipping it onto my pants. It's weird, but don't knock it till you try it. Next, fashion tape. I don't know why I didn't get into using fashion tape sooner, but let me tell you, it is so useful. Fashion tape is basically tape that works on fabric. So this is like a popular thing to have. Like, I think this is like relatively common. Like a lot of people use fashion tape, but I didn't realize how truly useful it was until recently when I bought some and it changed my life. I'll give some examples of when I use it. Let's say I'm wearing um, a tank top and I want my bra straps to hide under the tank top, but they slip out sometimes. I fashion tape my bra strap underneath my tank top and then it doesn't move. And then my bra strap doesn't show. Incredible. Or let's say I'm wearing a button down shirt and around my boob area, despite the fact that I don't have big boobs, which is sometimes unfortunate. Um, no, it's actually fine. You know what? I don't care. I'm trying to learn to accept myself. My boobies are great as they are. I don't care. Um, but like <laughs> sometimes, you know, if you're wearing a button up shirt and it's kind of tight, the button area around your boob area, it can kind of like not lay flat and lay properly, fashion tape it. There's so many other ways I've used it. I just can't even remember. Like it's so incredibly useful and I just don't know why I didn't start using it sooner, but it's saved my ass so many times because there's so many times when I'm like going to wear something, but then I'm like, ah, oh, it's just like not fitting right, blah, blah, blah. And now I feel like there's so many more things that I can wear because I have the equipment to make it fit and look proper. I also recently bought safety pins and I use safety pins all the time. I literally safety pin my clothes 
in different ways all the time to make things fit just a little bit better. Or like if something's like a little off, like I just safety pin it. And it's not like it's uncomfortable. Like it's not. It's it's just like making clothes fit and lay perfectly. I just think I was always too lazy before to do this. But now that I'm older and I'm starting to enjoy, you know, wearing more complex outfits, those two tools really come in handy. And I think that people are kind of sleeping on them a little bit because I was. But now that I have them in my home, they get used constantly. Okay, the next thing I recently bought, you guys are going to fucking laugh at me because you're going to be like, Emma, are you kidding me? This product changed your life? Like, stop. (laughs) I recently bought a loofah for my shower. Okay, I know. (laughs) If you don't know what a loofah is, it's basically like something that you can put in your hand in the shower and rub all over your body. How the fuck do you explain a loofah? If you don't know what a loofah is, I don't know. It's basically like a little plastic thing that you can put in your hand and you put your soap on it and then you rub the soap on your body with the loofah and it kind of exfoliates your skin as you're washing your body. Now, I get it. Most people use these. Bitch, I didn't, okay? I didn't up until recently. I would sometimes use a washcloth. But most of the time I would just wash my body with soap in my hand and rub it everywhere. And that was it. But let me tell you, my skin all over my body since starting to use this loofah has felt so much softer that it feels like all of the missing pieces of my life prior to me starting using this loofah now makes sense. Like, I feel like everything's coming together now that I use a loofah. Like, my skin glows everywhere. Like, my arm skin is, like, glowing. Like, I've always exfoliated my face, you know? And that's, like, whatever. So my face skin is, you know, tends to glow when I'm treating it properly. But like, I never thought about making my body skin glow. But using a loofah gets rid of all the dead skin so that you look like you're fucking glowing all over your body. You see what I'm saying? Listen, this might sound obvious to some, but it wasn't to me. I just thought it was pointless. I was like, what's the point of having a loofah like I I never understood I was like okay yeah maybe it exfoliates but like who cares like I don't need to do that like why do I need to exfoliate my body like what's the point well the point is is that it makes you glow from within I don't know why it's just like even my legs look like they're glowing it's so weird okay last product that I'm talking about is something that I've used throughout the past like five or six years on and off but I'm going through a phase again where I'm using it so I thought it'd be necessary to bring up and it's very simple it's nothing crazy but it is a game changer for me and I will explain why it is a hydro flask water bottle with a sippy cup lid okay sippy cup meaning like a straw lid 
Hydro flasks are water bottles that keep your ice cold for like 24 hours. And that's not even a joke. Like it really does keep your ice cold forever. Um, And they're very hyped up. There's a lot of hype around them. A lot of people have hydro flasks, talk about hydro flasks, but they really are truly worth the money. And they are honestly, I kid you not, they are the only thing that make me drink water without like my hydro flask, I don't drink water for the past like year. I haven't been using a hydro flask. And when I tell you I've maybe had five glasses of water within the past year, I'm not kidding. All of my other hydration has come from, I don't know. I do not know. Like I went through a phase for the past year where I just didn't drink water. But recently I was like, Emma, you need to figure it out because like this is like genuinely bad for you. I'm, I'm not kidding. I don't know how I didn't die. I don't know how I wasn't constantly dehydrated. And I might have been. But regardless, this hydro flask and having this hydro flask on hand at all times keeps me drinking water. And I also am somebody who really loves ice cold water. And the hydro flask keeps the water cold. So it's always at a desirable temperature for me and that makes me want to drink water constantly so I just constantly keep my hydro flask with me and I'm really going to try to keep this habit going because I tend to like have phases where I'll use my hydro flask for like two months straight and I'll drink so much water and I'll just be like on a roll and then I'll just fall off the bandwagon and stop using it and then I literally stop drinking water so this is like my lifeline I need to continue to use the hydro flask um but it's the only product that I've found that's gotten me to drink water so there it is (laughs) okay the last product is not something that I'm even recommending to you guys I just needed to mention it because it's almost funny how stupid it is the last product is a litter robot um basically I have cats I have two kitties And obviously a part about having cats is cleaning their litter box. And personally, there's nothing I despise more than cleaning the litter box. And so my mom found this product online called Litter Robot. And it's basically a litter box that self-cleans itself. And I'm not going to lie, I don't want any of you guys right now to go online and look up how much it costs because I'm genuinely mortified. It's way too much money. It is a stupid amount of money. But at the same time, I have zero regrets about it. Like, it's kind of amazing. It's so dumb and it's so stupid and it's so unnecessary, but it's also so incredible literally also it looks like a spaceship if you look up a picture of a litter robot they literally it's like a dome and it rotates and shit and it took the cats a while to get used to it because it's kind of scary for them because it's super weird looking but it's great like it self-cleans itself you only have to empty it like once a week and you don't have to scoop anything it's incredible um But like how bad of a cat mom am I that I don't even want to fucking clean the litter box? Cats are like genuinely an easy pet to have. You feed them twice a day, you clean their litter box and you give them water. It's so easy. Yet like I 
am such a piece of shit that I decided to waste my money on a literal self-cleaning litter robot so that I could eliminate one of the responsibilities from owning a cat. I Like, how am I going to have children one day? I don't know. Uh, like, I'm, I'm concerned about how bad I am at taking care of things. Like, I just, I literally, like, am cheating my way through being a cat mom. How am I going to be as a real mother to a real human child? Like, by the time I'm a mom, there'll probably be, like, robot nannies. And Lord knows I'm probably going to get one. Because I'm really bad at this shit but anyway those are all the products that (laughs) have changed my life recently and they might sound stupid and mundane and whatever but those are genuinely the things that keep me afloat and maybe you know you can pick some of them up and maybe they'll enhance your life as well this episode is brought to you by better help when you're feeling down Sometimes it's good to be alone, but talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, it gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anything. This episode is brought to you by Natrol. Sleep is so important. Without a good night's sleep, during the next day, it's more difficult to function properly and there are definitely cranky vibes, which is a problem if, like me, every now and then, you might struggle to get sleep and stay asleep and you've probably tried a few different things to help without success. Well, there's sleep, and then there's Natrol sleep. Natrol is America's number one drug-free sleep aid brand, helping you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. Natrol melatonin gummies are made with clean ingredients, like 99% pure melatonin, to work with your sleep cycle, helping you sleep better, making the next day your best day. Natrol, sleep tonight, live tomorrow. Click, tap, or visit natrol.com to shop now. This product helps with occasional sleeplessness. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent diseases. I asked you guys on the Twitter to ask me questions about products. Like, for example, whether or not something is worth the money or what my go-to brands are for certain things. And you guys tweeted questions at me. I'm going to answer them. And it's going to be fun, hopefully. Okay, somebody said, is spending money on stuff for painting worth it? I really want to start doing some creative stuff, but I'm scared it'll get used once or twice and then I'll forget about it. The thing about art supplies is that they don't need to be expensive. Like, 
I just recently bought some watercolors off Amazon. They were like 20 bucks. And I bought paper, like kind of decent, you know, paper to paint on. I think that was like 15 bucks. And then I bought brushes for like maybe 10 bucks. You don't need to spend a lot of money on art supplies when you're just getting started because when you're just getting started, it's all about just figuring out whether or not you like it. So I don't think you need to spend a lot of money in the beginning. And the good thing is too, if you don't spend a lot of money on it, then there's no pressure to like use them to their fullest capacity. You know, if you end up being like, eh, painting's not really my thing, then it's not that big of a deal because you didn't spend a hundred bucks on like the best art supplies. The other thing is, is that you can still make amazing art with cheap supplies. You know, the quality of art has nothing to do with the supplies and everything to do with just you putting your heart and soul into it. So I would say don't waste your money on super expensive stuff in the beginning. If down the line when you start getting into art more, you're like, oh, I really want to, you know, indulge and spend more, then sure, why not? Because you know you're going to use it. But in the beginning, I just don't think that there's a reason to because in general, you don't need to have expensive equipment. And it's the same thing with, you know, even making YouTube videos or uh, other creative things. Like, you don't need to start out with the nicest stuff. Like, I started uh, YouTube, you know, editing on, like, my old laptop and I used my phone to film the videos. I didn't buy new spicy equipment, you know what I'm saying? I just used stuff that I already had and it was totally fine, you know? Obviously, like, was the quality the best? No, but it didn't really matter. At the end of the day, creative stuff has a lot more depth than, like, the supplies that you use to create with, if that makes sense. Somebody said, do you think designer clothes are worth the price? This is a great question. I think... Sometimes yes and sometimes no. And I'll give you the scenarios when I think it's yes and when I think it's no. If you're buying a really nice pair of shoes or a really nice bag, like a really nice staple piece, I do think that buying from a designer brand or a luxury brand is worth the price. And the reason for that is, is that, you know, designer brands and luxury brands use the best materials and they manufacture their products in ways that make the product last as long as possible. Whereas, you know, buying something from Amazon that's like $5 is not created, you know, with that same intent in mind. Um, and so I think that if you're buying something that you're planning on having for a really long time, and that is a staple piece, buying from a luxury or designer brand can be worth it, for sure. Um, but I don't think it's worth it if you're just buying something from a luxury or designer brand as like maybe more of a flex. Like an example would be, you know, spending a lot of money on a designer belt that you're only going to wear twice because it's so, you know, flamboyant that 
it's only going to match like two things in your closet and you're just kind of buying it because, you know, it's a flex. That's not worth it to me because you could buy a great belt from a thrift store. You know what I'm saying? That's like stood the test of time already that would match everything in your closet. And that's worth it. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, I guess it matters. It, it It's based on what your intent is. Is your intent to like flex and brag or is your intent to buy a staple piece that's going to last you forever that you're going to use constantly? That's the question that you should be asking yourself. You know, because like another example would even be like a sweatshirt from a designer brand. I don't necessarily think that that's worth it. You know what I'm saying? I think it depends on you. And like if you really love the design and it's something that like speaks to you, then that's great. But unless that's the case, I don't think that it's worth it. It's more just at that point kind of like a flex and a status symbol, which for some people is like fun. And I totally get that. But I just don't think it's as worth it. Somebody said, what are your go to gas station snacks? Okay. I love a good coconut water, especially the one that has the coconut chunks in it. The brand that I usually go for, if they have it, is called Pure Nirvana, I believe. Hopefully that's right. If it's not, I'm going to be embarrassed. I'm Googling it. Hold on. Oh, it's called Taste Nirvana. Thank God I looked that up. Okay. Taste Nirvana, real coconut water with pulp. It's basically like coconut water that has coconut chunks in it. It's so good. I love getting that. Um, I love Cheez-Its, white cheddar Cheez-Its, although they do hurt my stomach, but sometimes you just have to say fuck it because they're so good. Um, I also love Smokehouse Almonds. Don't ask me why. They're kind of gross and weird, but at the same time, I like can't stop eating them every time I get them. They're like weirdly so good. They kind of taste like barbecue almonds it's so weird but I love them they kind of also taste like bacon I also love to get extra polar ice gum it is the best gum in my opinion and it has those little tiny flavor granules in it that like I can't fucking explain it whatever it's the best gum I also like to get a smart water with the sport top lid and last but not least orange Tic Tacs. That is my go-to gas station snack. Somebody said, do you think that Apple products are worth it? Absolutely. Absolutely. A thousand percent. I use Apple products for everything that I do. I use Apple products to edit my YouTube videos I use Apple products to take photos. Like when I use my phone, I, you know, use my iPhone to take photos. I have always been a huge Apple lover. And I think that all of the products are truly worth it. Obviously, you know, the products aren't necessarily always perfect, but they're just the best out there. You know, I, I truly believe that. And, um, you know, I just think that there's nothing, I don't know. I just think that they're so great. And some people are like really anti-Apple. They're like, no, 
We only like PC. And you know what? To each their own. That's totally fine. I think the most incredible thing about Apple products is how they all work in harmony. So if you have all Apple products, they all work in harmony with one another and it makes life easier. And I just, I genuinely think that they're worth it. Um, a thousand percent. Somebody said, what is your go-to brand for simple jewelry? My go-to brand for simple jewelry is called Measury, M-E-J-U-R-I, I believe. And I love getting really simple pieces from there. Like if I just want a super simple necklace, a super simple earring, whatever, that's where I go because they have super good quality but not too expensive staple jewelry pieces and they're just the best. Um, There are a lot of other jewelry brands that I love for more like specialty jewelry pieces but when it comes to like the basics, that's usually where I go. Somebody said, best place for fancy dresses. Honestly, Reformation. The brand Reformation is really great. They have super cute, flattering dresses. They're also a very sustainable brand, which is super cool. And their dresses are a little bit pricey, but it's because they're sustainable and they're sustainably made, you know, which is cool and makes sense, right? Um, And they're just dainty and simple, but classic and timeless. And I just think they do an amazing job. Uh, So I would say that they would have to be like the best fancy dress brand but also in the grand scheme of things like when fancy dresses are fucking expensive I feel like Reformation comes in at a good price in comparison to like other fancy dresses um if I have to like go to a wedding or something last minute I go to Reformation and they just got my back every time somebody said what's a good deodorant that isn't bad for the environment but also smells good Um, native deodorant is great. I actually have a deodorant in my car at all times because I refuse to ever exist without deodorant. Um, like I literally take deodorant with me everywhere. Like I refuse to leave the house unless I have a deodorant at least within a hundred feet of me at all times. And I'm like aware of it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I either have a deodorant in my bag or I have a deodorant in my car at all times. And right now, the one in my car is native deodorant, and it's actually in a cardboard packaging, and it's great, and I use it all the time, and the cardboard packaging is obviously much better for the environment, and the deodorant works great, and it also is, it doesn't have all the chemicals in it, so it's good. Um, I really like it, so that is my recommendation, but I also use like 10 different types of deodorants. Like, that's not the only type of deodorant I use. But that's just the one in my car right now, and I'm a fan. And it's good for the environment, so love. Somebody said, do you think it's worth it to pay a fortune for one nice piece of jewelry? Or do you think getting a bunch of cheaper jewelry and replacing it more often is more worth it? Personally, I prefer to spend a little bit extra on getting higher quality jewelry that will last me a long time. And here's the reason for that. Number one, I have really sensitive ears So like when I'm buying earrings, I really prefer the quality to be nice because if not, I can have a reaction, you know, like my, my piercing will have a reaction 
and that's not cute. Um, but also, you know, I don't like when my jewelry starts to rust and stuff like that. And that's like sitting on my skin. I, I don't know if it's bad for you, but I can't imagine it's good for you. And I also like to wear my jewelry in the shower, you know, in the pool. Like I like to be able to wear my jewelry and I like to never have to take it off. So that's why I'd rather spend a little bit more money on, on nicer jewelry that'll last me for a really long time. And that I can like wear in my day-to-day life and not even worry about it or think about it. Um, because obviously nicer jewelry, real jewelry, you can wear in the water, um, in the shower and all of that. And it won't rust. It might tarnish a little bit, but you can get that fixed pretty easily. Like they just, you can take it into a jewelry store and they clean it or you can clean it at home. It's really easy. Um, but it's never like rusting, you know what I'm saying? And I just think that's better because I'm somebody who's really lazy about like putting on jewelry before I leave the house. So I prefer to wear like, you know, a handful of staple pieces at all times that I can just wear 24 seven, you know, that are good quality and will last me forever. And so I have like, you know, a few necklaces and a few bracelets and a few pairs of earrings that are nice and simple and versatile and I just wear them all the time and that's kind of how I do it I think that spending money on jewelry is worth it because it does last forever and um it's just I I also feel like I get more wear out of it because I don't have to take it off when I'm getting into the shower blah 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 so somebody said do you have a go-to shampoo slash conditioner brand a lot of them ruin my hair Listen, I don't know if you should listen to me because my hair is fucked up from bleaching it for so long. So I don't even know what works for my hair at this point. But right now I'm using one from my hair salon. So and that one's like I don't I tried to find it online and you literally can't buy it online. Like, I swear to God, I don't know where my hair lady gets it. Like, she must be getting it from some sort of scary black market deep web shit because like I I tried to find it for like two hours and I was like, where do you get this? And she was like, oh, you have to buy it through me. And I was like, what? Anyway, so. Obviously, I can't recommend that one, but I like Function of Beauty. They do like custom hair stuff. I've had a great experience with them um, and I really like it. That's pretty much the only other one I use now that I think about it. Oh my God, no. This other one I, I used to use was really good. I don't use it anymore, but it was really good and it was called... Matrix Biolage Color Last Vibrancy Shampoo and Conditioner. And it's great. It smells really good. And um, if you color your hair, it's great. I had a great experience with that one. Um, I don't know why I stopped using it, but it's great. Somebody said, do you think Lululemon activewear is actually worth it? I think that with activewear, it's kind of similar to jewelry in a way. Like, you know, buying a nice pair of leggings and a nice sports bra, you know, that can last you like five years. I have some sports bras from Lululemon that I've literally had for five years and I still wear them. And they like have not changed at all. Like they're still in amazing condition Whereas like, you know, maybe more low quality sports bras that I've bought in the past are literally in the trash now because 
you know, the fabric started to rip or they got stained from my sweat, blah, 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 blah. The only, you know, active wear that's lasted me through the test of time has been Lululemon and Nike, I would say. Um, like those two brands, all of my active wear from there have lasted me forever. And I do think that it's worth the money. But at the same time, if you're like, uh, sorry, bitch, I don't want to drop, you know, like a quick 50 on a sports bra, like shut the fuck up. I also don't blame you. And in that case, like it might not be worth it for you. If you're like, I'm not feeling that you can find great active wear for cheaper. But for somebody who's like, I want a good pair of leggings. I'm in the mood to kind of splurge a little bit. I do think it's worth it because they do last a really long time. But I also don't think it's like a necessity. You know what I'm saying? Next, somebody said, are Doc Martens worth it? Yes, Doc Martens are worth it. They last forever and they just get better over time. Like the more I wear my Doc Martens, the more comfortable they get and the more worn in and, you know, cool looking they get they're they're an amazing purchase and they truly do last forever I hear stories all the time of people being like yeah I've had the same Doc Martens for 10 years you know and it's true like they're built to fucking last and they're a great staple shoe they go with everything I definitely think that they're worth it um because they're truly something that will last you a long time and I think that that's a reoccurring theme here like Things that will last you a long time and things that you're going to get a lot of use out of truly are a good investment. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to spending money, my kind of uh, approach is that, is simply that. Like, am I going to use this a lot and is this going to last me a long time? If the answer is yes, then, you know, that's something that I feel like is a good place to put my money in, you know? But if it's something that like I'm not going to get a lot of use out of or it's something that I don't think is going to last me very long because I'm either going to get sick of it or it's going to break or whatever, you know, then I'm not going to buy it. Like, let's say a, a good example would be like, this is not something, I don't I don't give a fuck about cars, so this is not an example that like relates to me, but like, okay, a good example of like a purchase that I would not make is like buying a really expensive old car. Okay. Yes, it might look cool. And yes, it might be great to take selfies in front of. And yes, it might be fun to drive around, but you're going to have to fucking maintain that thing. And unless you're willing to do that, and unless that's something that you're passionate about, like, I don't think that that's necessarily a good purchase because it's not going to last you forever, you know, whereas spending that same amount of money on, you know, maybe a newer car that has great reviews and is known for lasting a really long time is a better use of your money because, but then again, some people might look at like old vintage cars as like an investment because you can resell them. So that's kind of complicated, but you kind of get the point here. Somebody said, what is your favorite brand of socks? I love the plain white socks from Hanes that you can buy on Amazon. They are literally the most boring, basic, obvious socks on the planet. But I just think that they're 
great. Like they're just, they do the fucking job. Like I don't feel the need to buy some sort of fancy socks. You know what I mean? And they're soft and comfortable and like there's zero, I don't have a complaint. And they're like literally like five bucks for a pack. So why not? Somebody said, do you think that restaurant food is worth it? I think that when it comes to eating out and eating at restaurants, I think that it's worth it when you're getting an experience out of it. And, you know, you get to spend time with family or friends or people that you love, whatever, and you get an experience out of it. In that case, I think it's worth it. But if you're, you know, like for me, I'll get, I'll use me as an example of when it's not worth it. I used to Postmate almost every meal because I was too lazy to cook. Did I have time to cook? Absolutely, I did. I had more than enough time to cook. But I was just ordering from restaurants on Postmates because I was like, I am lazy and this is easy and fun. I don't think that that's worth it because I had time to cook. So there's no excuse. And it was definitely more expensive than it needed to be, you know? And I wasn't getting like an experience out of it. I wasn't eating at the restaurant and experiencing the ambiance and spending time with people. And because of that, I don't think that it was worth it. But if you're going to a restaurant for the experience, then I would say yes, because I think that eating out is something that is truly so enjoyable. Whether you're at a fucking, you know, pizza spot or you're at a five-star restaurant it doesn't matter eating at a restaurant is a very enjoyable experience and it's something that personally like I really look forward to and I appreciate especially now that I cook for myself 90% of the time like when I eat out I really genuinely enjoy it and because I don't eat out a lot anymore you know when I do it is so worth it and it is so enjoyable. And so I do think it's worth it as long as, you know, you don't overdo it for no reason like I used to. <laughs> Somebody said, do you think air fryers are worth the money? I feel like you could just put everything in the oven and there's nothing that special about an air fryer. I agree. Okay, this is about to like really hurt some feelings here because I know a lot of people are obsessed with the air fryer don't get me wrong. I think that they're fun and uh, they work really well, you know, but I also agree like you can genuinely put the exact same things in the oven and get a very similar result. And because of that, I don't necessarily think an air fryer is worth it. But that's not to say that like if it if you live in, okay, let's say for example, if you live in a dorm room and you don't have access to an oven, an air fryer is so worth it. But like for somebody who has an oven, I don't think it's as worth it. Because like I have an air fryer and I don't use it because I just use the oven. But also my air fryer might just not be that great. So I don't know. That, that could be it. Because like my air fryer is an air fryer and a toaster oven combined. And I think that that makes it not work as well. So... That could be the problem, but I just, I just don't know. I just don't think it's worth it. But then again, like to all my air fryer stands out there, like do not come for me. 
I think that it's a really fun kitchen gadget, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's a life or death thing. Like, I think you can make delicious, equally as great recipes in the oven. That's all I'm saying. Somebody said, do you think skims are worth it? If you don't know what skims are, they are underwear, bras, shapewear, blah, 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 by Miss Kim Kardashian. It's her brand. And I'm going to be honest, they are the only bras that I wear and they are the only underwear that I wear. I am not kidding. I, okay, I wasn't skeptical at first, but like you never know, you know, when, like when a new brand comes out, there's always going to be some skepticism. And so, you know, when Skims came out, I was like, okay, this is interesting, you know, whatever. Like, I'm curious, but I'm not going to buy anything. I'm just going to watch from afar. And then they built out their product line and started doing more bras and more underwear and more, you know, loungewear and stuff like that. And so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to give this a try. And it's absolutely the best. I'm obsessed. Like I, I'm, I didn't expect it. Like I didn't expect to like love it so much, but it's genuinely the only bras and the only underwear I wear. And the reason for that is that it's genuinely the most comfortable. It's super lightweight and thin. I hate thick bras and underwear. Hate. Skims is like soft, comfortable, breathable. I love it. Like people can say what they want. I don't care. The product speaks for itself. I am obsessed. It's also super flattering. Like I just love it. And I did not expect to love it this much either because I just didn't like I didn't think I was going to love it but I really love it and I think it's it's genuinely some of the best underwear type product out there truly also none of this is fucking sponsored by the way so like don't think that I'm like being paid to say this shit this is all coming from the heart I love skims listen I love all of this stuff and I'm sharing it because I love it somebody said are expensive sunglasses worth the price? Okay. Yes and no, and I'll explain. If you wear sunglasses a lot, like on a day-to-day basis, I would say investing in a nice pair, just one, is a good idea. Now, the reason for that is because nice sunglasses and high-quality sunglasses spend more time, you know, making sure that the quality of the lenses is safe and up to par. And if you're buying super cheap sunglasses, that's not always the case. And the purpose of sunglasses is to number one, protect your eyes. There's no number two. That's the whole point is to protect your eyes. And so if you're wearing sunglasses a lot and you need them often, Having a nice pair is definitely not a bad idea because buying from a nicer brand will ensure that like you have sunglasses that are properly protecting your eyes, but that also have a good quality lens that isn't warped because I've bought cheap sunglasses in the past that have had like warped fucked up lenses, right? That have like given me headaches. And that's a bummer. So you don't want to be messing around with that. 
Um, but also, I don't think you need to buy like the most expensive sunglasses. Like, you can buy a really nice quality pair of sunglasses for like 30, 40 bucks um, that are perfectly safe for your eyes, protect your eyes, and have precise lenses that won't give you migraines and like you can be totally good i don't think you need to spend like fucking 200 on a pair of sunglasses by any means um but if you want to and you're gonna wear them every single day i don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing um but i would say that if you're buying like a pair of sunglasses that are more expensive you know buy a pair that's super versatile that'll match every outfit you know what I'm saying whether that's like a solid brown pair or like a solid black pair something that you can just wear with everything because you know the last thing you want to run into is like buying a pair of expensive sunglasses that only match like a few things in your closet you know that would be a catastrophe so I would say if you are going to spend a little bit of extra money on glasses get a super versatile pair and then when it comes to more fun funky glasses that's when you buy the cheap ones and then you can just like throw them on with an outfit as like a crazy accessory and it's fun but you also didn't spend a lot of money on them and it doesn't matter you can lose them you can break them whatever and it doesn't matter but you having a staple pair is not a bad idea somebody said what's your go-to razor i use billy razors they're like a subscription new razor blades show up to my house every month or so it's incredible. It's pretty affordable. And the razors are great. And that's what I use. Somebody said, what is the thing that you regret buying the most? Oh, I'll fucking tell you. And it's embarrassing too. When I was like oh, 16, 17, I don't know. I bought Gucci slides. They were bright pink. And they're not ugly. They are kind of ugly. But they just weren't me. They weren't me. Okay? Like, they just, they had this big logo on them. And like, they just weren't me. And I bought them, you know, kind of because I was trying to fit into the whole LA thing. And I didn't buy them because I genuinely liked them. And like, I kind of felt like I needed to have these types of things to fit into LA. Luckily, I got over that phase quickly before it turned catastrophic. Because let me tell you, when you first move to LA, everybody is all dripped out and like fucking logo mania shit. You know, like they have like uh, all their Gucci belts and Louis Vuitton belts and like fucking Balenciaga big chunky shoes that like are known. You know what I mean? Like everybody has the like status symbol super obvious designer pieces and I felt like I needed to like fit in there right so I bought those Gucci slides and tried to fit in and I quickly realized that um that made me feel like shit and it did not align with me or my morals whatsoever and so that phase quickly stopped it actually stopped like before it begun almost I guess it didn't because I did buy the fucking stupid slides um, but I literally wore them once and it made me feel icky to wear them. I was like, I don't like this feeling like this is not me. Like it just felt wrong. That's not to say that there aren't designery type of things that I don't love and cherish and like wear and enjoy because there definitely are. But 
they're pieces or products that I love because of what they are and not because of what brand they are, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the difference. Whereas I bought those stupid Gucci slides because they were Gucci slides, not because I actually genuinely really liked them. You know what I mean? And listen, I was impressionable and young. I don't, I'm not trying to hate on myself here like I was being an idiot. Okay, I guess I am hating on myself a little bit, but that's fine. I think I deserve it. But yeah, that's something I regret. I just think that that was stupid and like they didn't even, you know, get properly used and it's embarrassing, but I'm being honest. (laughs) Somebody said, do you think it's worth spending almost $100 or more on a good pair of jeans? Yes, and I think it's the same thing as Doc Martens. A really nice, really good quality pair of jeans, Levi's is a great example, will literally last you forever. But I will say that you can thrift incredible denim that is going to last you forever as well for much cheaper. The only problem is that it's a little bit more difficult to find your perfect size. And because of that, I would say that sometimes it makes more sense to just go and buy a new pair because jeans are so hard, you know, like it's so hard to find a good pair of jeans that fit perfectly. So I would say spending a good amount of money on a neutral pair of jeans that you can wear over and over and over again with everything is not a bad investment. Um, But I would say when it comes to buying a pair of jeans like that, you know, go with like a neutral wash, like go with like a neutral denim, minimal rips, if not none, and make it a pair that like fits you perfectly that you know that you're going to wear for the next five years, because a good pair of denim will last you that long, if not even more. Somebody said, what are your favorite blankets? All of yours look so comfortable. I love the fuzzy blankets from Urban Outfitters. I have literally 10 of them and I need to buy new ones because mine are actually disgusting, but I'm not going to lie. They're the softest and best blankets out there. Target makes similar ones too that are really soft and fluffy. Um, My favorite blankets are just any kind of fluffy blanket. The only problem is that they don't last super long because after you wash them a few times like the fuzzy gets less gets kind of less fuzzy but they I mean I've had the same ones for probably a year and a half two years now um and they're just now coming to their point of needing a replacement so I would say they're worth the money and they're really great somebody said do you think it's wrong to make fake clothes for example a piece of merch a shirt with a cool design, jeans with something on it, etc. just for yourself because the real thing is too expensive, but you'd like to have it. I don't see anything wrong with that. I think that's completely fine. If you want something, but you don't want to go out and buy it and you think that you could make it yourself, I honestly think that that's even better because, you know, that's not necessarily like adding to, you know the massive overconsumption issue that we have 
(laughs) going on in the world, you know, if you can turn your old clothes into something new inspired by a piece that you want to buy, that's like incredible. I see nothing wrong with that. Somebody said, what's your favorite brand of sweatpants? Right now, my favorite brand of sweatpants is Los Angeles Apparel. Somebody said, do you have a favorite brand of vegan cheese? Yes, I really love the Follow Your Heart brand. And I also love the Mykonos, Miyokos, Miyokos brand. They do a great job too. Last but not least, somebody said, if you could only use one brand of makeup for the rest of your life, what would it be? It's tied for me between Charlotte Tilbury and Kosas. Both of them make incredible makeup that agrees with my skin and doesn't make my skin dried out and like sad. So I would probably have to say those two brands. And on that note, I'm ending this episode because why the fuck is it so long? Holy shit. This is like my longest episode in forever. Um, well, I hope that you guys enjoyed that and I hope it was fun in any conceivable way. I don't know if it will be, but I hope it was somehow fun. Uh, um, and I really enjoyed hanging out with you guys this week. I hope you guys had fun too. If you enjoy Anything Goes, follow Anything Goes on any of the platforms that you stream podcasts. Leave Anything Goes a review on Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate it. And I read the reviews constantly and they make me cry because they're so nice. And I really, really appreciate it. And follow Anything Goes on Twitter at AG Podcast to participate in the episodes. And on that note, have an amazing rest of your week. I will see you next week. I appreciate you more than you know. And I love you so much. And we will talk soon. Bye.